0: Manx Radio's update with Andy Wint.
1: Faster, Mike. Good evening. It's half past five. This is update for Monday, 6th of February, 2023 from Max Radio. 30 minutes to look at the latest news on the island and background to that news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person. Tonight, simply have to find new GPs for Balasala Medical Centre and MHK tries to solve Lax's insurance problems. £750 to make your home cheaper to heat. Details of this year's Centennial Makes Grand Prix and a Douglas councillor says public housing is a way out of poverty. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai, Chanel, Suku.
2: Fastamai. More than six people on the Isle of Man have required medical attention following suspected ketamine use. Government says it believes there's a tainted supply of the Class B drug in circulation and any users are urged to avoid taking it. Further advice and treatment is available from the drug and alcohol team. It's been confirmed government has not organized the fun fair for this year's TT. The MHK with responsibility for tourism, Tim Crookall, accepts it will disappoint some residents, but adds there's a need to continually review where best to invest resources. It's not yet known when the clothing company M.N. co will close on the Isle of Man. It's been announced the retail is set to close all its stores, despite being bought out of administration. Its shop on Chester Street in Douglas is one of 170 stores it currently operates in international news the number of people killed after a powerful earthquake in Turkey and Syria keeps rising it now sits at just under 2,500 more than 100 aftershocks have been recorded And the UK Health Secretary says around 80,000 appointments and 11,000 operations have been cancelled in England because of today's NHS strikes. It's the biggest in its history. Those were your headlines, News at Six.
0: Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather,
1: with Manx Glass and Glazing. Goromaya, thank you, Chanel, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. There's no wind warning in operation for the north I receive. State of sea is moderate, becoming slight. Uh, Ben McCree is in nice and early, and there's fog on the mountain road, according to the Matrix signs. Your three-day weather, dry with variable cloud, fresh south-southwesterly down to seven through the night into Tuesday, tomorrow Jamurt is dry with thicker cloud risking some patchy light rain on a light to moderate west-southwesterly on the windward coasts, daytime maximum nine, overnight minimum six and Wednesday Jacrave is dry and cloudy with a fresh to strong southwesterly and eight degrees highest temperature tides on the way out. Low water 28 minutes before 7. High tide 22 minutes after midnight. Low tide tomorrow morning 23 minutes past 6am. The sun rises at 5 to 8 and the lunchtime high tide 25 past midday.
0: Visit the Manx Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. ManxGlass.com
1: The clock is ticking and efforts are underway to find new GPs for Balasella Medical Centre, otherwise the practice could go in six months' time. We've heard from the surgery's management just over a week uh, since the
3: surgery handed back its contract to Manx Care. The details from Lewis Foster. Without support, that's what could happen, according to those on the ground. The practice entered discussions with Manx Care last week to consider what options were available for its continued survival. The decision to hand back its contract wasn't taken lightly, it says, adding that the surgery is trying hard to recruit new GPs both on and off island. Help is needed, it says, because it's been struggling with clinical staff following the resignation of the senior partner and long term sickness of the other partner. It's what led to 700 patients being removed from its register back in January, narrowing the patient pool down to those in the Balisala catchment area. While the six month timeframe has been put in place, patients have been urged not to register with another GP just yet. Tim Glover is MHK for Arbury, Castletown and Maloo.
0: The message really
4: is let's let the due process uh, run its course. Uh, let's hope we do get a positive outcome and we'll certainly be uh, holding the health minister
3: and uh, the CEO Teresa Cope of Manx Cares uh, feet to the fire on this because it is needed. Meanwhile, Ballisella Medical Centre says it wants patients to know it's business as usual for the time being and they'll be sure to be informed of any updates over the next six months.
1: The Manx Motorcycle Clubs reveal details of the classes for this year's Centennial MGP. The details from Rhiann Evans.
5: Six days of qualifying get underway from Sunday the 20th of August this summer. The five race programme will feature revisions to the lightweight race with hopes it will help to bolster the category and it will be that race getting proceedings underway on Friday the 25th of August. The rules have been opened up for 2023 to support the field of increasingly rare and increasingly expensive two-stroke machines. The lightweight race will now also cater for 401cc to unlimited single-cylinder four-stroke machines. Saturday the 26th of August will play host to the Classic Senior and Junior Manx Grand Prix races, which remain unchanged, and the event reaches a climax on the August Bank Holiday Monday, which is the 28th of August, with the Senior Manx Grand Prix for Super Sport Machines and the Classic Superbike Race. Away from the racing, an additional programme of special events will commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Manx Grand Prix.
6: This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast.
1: A Douglas councillor says public sector housing is one of the most efficient ways of alleviating poverty on the Isle of Man. Devon Watson
7: says there's a misconception that public housing comes at a massive cost on the taxpayer. If you look at my private sector rent, I pay about £1,450 a month for a 3 bedroom house that I'm going to be moving into. Just signed the lease like a few days ago. There are no other options, right? Um, but the equivalent property owned by a local housing authority or the council would cost about 450 to 500 pounds, right? So for an average deficiency of roughly about £50 per person averaged per month, that individual will end up saving between 800 and and £1,000 a month. Just purely on VAT receipts, it comes back to the government. But in terms of providing people with stability long-term, it's probably the most efficient use of public funds we have and one of the few government programs we have that can take someone who lives in poverty and give them a pathway into the middle class. It's something we need to be building far more of. And um, we're fairly desperate to sort of see a lot more work with DOI and, and Treasury to see that happen. But as has happened at the moment, we're really happy that Chris Chris Thomas is in, in the role that he's in because he's recently done a lot of work that has made our job a lot easier. He's increased the amount of money that we're allowed to spend on maintenance, which can help deal with all older issues. He's been really enthusiastic at helping work with us and sort of approving new housing plans. And we hope to do a lot more. But on the of Man overall, there is no single person who controls housing, and which is why our housing is in a state of failure. I mean, there's no other way about it. Tenants have the worst rental rights of anywhere in Western Europe. We're one of the only uh, national jurisdictions that doesn't have a homeless shelter. Housing prices grow unabated, and we lack certain things that even the Scottish government, with a lot, lot, lot less power has managed to implement such as rent control. The English government, run by the Tories, never known for being particularly pro tenant has introduced two housing reforms um, since we've last updated our housing legislation.
1: Port Air commissioners are seeking residents' views for what happens in the village. The local authorities asked an urban planner to help carry out public consultation. On the 27th of February, our local democracy reporter, Emma Draper, spoke to the urban planner, Betty Laurenkova.
8: I will be asking, for example, one of the questions is, what would you like to see in like this ideal public square or, or like public square or public space like in the street or if it's some benches or, or some greenery so on, and then together we can create this this image. So just having a discussion with people passing by so so like for us to come to them, not them to actually make them to take their time to come to us. so that will be the first one, kind of step of this. Then uh, the second one will also do kind of similar exercise, but online. So I'll have a like a public survey, which will be advertised on social media and also on the commissioners channels, uh, which will ask, ask similar questions about public spaces, how people like to spend time in the current public spaces in Port Erin, but actually kind of anywhere on the island, because I feel that Port Erin, for example, might want to take uh, like as an example for from other places around you so if some people like a square in in castle or or a street in ramsey they might bring it up and we can see what they actually like about those places
1: sea watch with the isle of Man steam packet company 20 to 6 now ben mccree departed heisham at three minutes past two she's safely on the link span in douglas harbour at the moment We'll be off at 7.45 this evening, heading for Heesham, arriving there at half past eleven. The overnight departure 2.15. Back to Douglas tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. And the morning departure, 8.45. Ben McCree to Heesham. Follow
0: the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information.
1: Apparently not enough is being done to identify if those calling emergency services are vulnerable and the decision to end a scheme where mental health nurses were based at police headquarters should be reviewed. The findings of an inspection of Isle of Man constabulary. The details from Sean Cowper.
9: The report makes 17 recommendations for change as well as highlighting 17 areas for improvement. His Majesty's Inspectress of Constabularies and Fire and Rescue Services was invited to inspect the island's police service in 2021 and has now published a 58-page report. Inspectors found call handlers at the emergency services joint control room don't routinely identify whether callers are vulnerable or if they're repeat victims. The review also found a high percentage of the constabulary's uniformed officers are inexperienced, presenting a risk they won't fulfil their duties effectively or thoroughly, while some were unsure when to use their body-worn cameras. The report praised the way the island's police deal with those with mental health issues, but it called for government to review its decision to end funding for a pilot scheme, which had previously seen nurses based at police headquarters. The report says officers told the inspectors that they are desperate to have mental health professionals here permanently. There are also a number of recommendations calling for changes to the police complaints procedure, as well as more external scrutiny and oversight. The constabulary says six of the 17 recommendations are already in place, while work is ongoing to implement the remaining 11. Justice and Home Affairs Minister Jane Paul Wilson says it's disappointing that it's taken so long to receive the report, but is pleased with the progress made so far.
1: Manx Radio Business Briefing. It's 18 minutes now before six. In corporate news, uh, Germany's BMW is reported in talks with the British government about a £75 million grant which could secure production of electric minis in the UK. According to Sky News, BMW and officials from the Department for Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy are discussing a possible... Um, grant from the government's Automotive Transformation Fund. For a full daily market report, go to ramseycrookall.com. And talking of EVs, you may be seeing more electric vehicles on the road, but how about on the telly? Well, in a bid to ensure that the EV revolution is televised, in America, General Motors and Netflix have struck at a strategic alliance that'll see GM EVs featured in more of the streamers' movies and series. Their goal is to build an EV culture through storytelling, says GM's marketing boss. Well, GM won't be paying Netflix to place its products, and apparently the deal isn't part of a larger advertising initiative. Netflix and GM will introduce their partnership in a Super Bowl advert in which Will Ferrell crashes Squid Game, Bridgerton, and other Netflix shows in various EVs. Well, it's nothing new, of course. If you remember all those Ford Granadas in the Sweeney, they were all provided free of charge by Ford of Dagenham. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets started the new trading week on a negative note. The dollar surged to a three-week high against the euro. Oil uh, rose from an eight percent drop last week, and gold regained some ground as investors snapped up bullion after prices slid to a one-month low. The numbers now from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London: the FTSE 100 are down eight tenths of a percent at 7,836. The DAX in Frankfurt closed down almost nine nine tenths of a percent at 15,345. Currently New York City. The Dow Jones Industrial down a quarter of a percent at 33,847. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index down half a percent at 11,945. And the S&P 500 down half a percent at 4,117. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at 1 US dollar, 20 cents, 1 euro, 12 cents, and 21 South African rand 22.2 cents. In commodities gold, is up almost, well, just over a tenth of a percent, $1,866 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up nine-tenths of a percent currently at $80.44.
0: The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority.
6: The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wendt. Fast
1: my Good evening. Thanks for choosing Manx Radio this Monday evening. A new bid to resolve the ongoing insurance issues faced by residents of Lower Laxey following that 2019 flood is being made by one of the areas MHK. Andrew Smith. Many homes in Glen Road were flooded after stormwater from the Laxey River cascaded through a gap in the river wall close to the laxey Woolen Mills in October 2019. Now Mr Smith believes people are still being unfairly penalised after what he says was an avoidable event.
4: We're in a situation where some residents cannot get insurance. I think some residents may even have decided to not insure, which is a worry. And uh, some residents are paying even more premiums, probably 200 100% possibly in, in the region of that. Some of it is a consequence of the uh, insurance companies being ultra careful. The other may be as a consequence of flood mapping that's been updated, um, not necessarily correctly, I might add at this stage, but this is what we're looking into. Where insurance companies look at that flood mapping and then they have to take a, a balanced view as to what the risk may be. I believe that there is still a class action being undertaken by one of the insurance companies, but obviously these these issues take years to to uh, to come to fruition. But I've tried to get over the fact that this was man-made and we've got the evidence through the Guard Flood Action Association, the evidence that we've got in photographs and, and real-time emails, it has overwhelmingly proves that. And we've got photographs that the river had capacity at the time and it was all coming down the road. We recognise all these things. Once insurance companies have kind of had the, you know, literally, pardon the pun, toe in the water regarding this issue, then they are more reticent in what they want to uh, cover in the future. And when you've got the also the flood map, been issues we've got, but I've, I've also said that if we fail to prove that it was a man-made event, then surely the mitigations that have now been put in with the multi-millions that have been spent with DOI, and, and we've got to commend them on the job, on the work that's been done, and they have proven uh, in, in serious rainfall since to be working, there is still more to do and and, and and before any residents from the, the, the upper part of Balarica, etc, start to um, ring in and say, well, no, no, we've got, we, we know we've still got issues on Ramsey Road and the upper part of Minorca and Ballarat. They, they will be addressed in, in this current year, hopefully.
0: Manx Radio
5: Sports. Best of my Rianne Evans. Best my, very good evening. In gymnastics, Tara Donnelly has retained her title as British University All Around Champion. She was competing this weekend at the Books Championships in Leicester for Luthborough University and also came away with a team gold with Luthborough and the floor title. In a post on Twitter, Tara said she was very happy to retain the all-around title, first competition after a well-needed break and an exciting start to the year. In golf, Anna Dawson has finished strongly in the magical Kenya Ladies' Open. The Manx golfer made her professional debut in Africa last week. She came in 17th over par overall and in 54th place overall in the standings. She took home £1,200 for her final place. And boxers are in the final phases of preparation for the biggest night of Olympic-style amateur boxing the Isle of Man has ever seen. Hosted by the Villa Marina, the night we'll see Manx ABC go head-to-head with a select team from Yorkshire. The last time these two sides met, it was Yorkshire who narrowly took the win by one bout in a close-fought contest between the two sides. There'll also be support bouts from various regions in the UK. The event is taking place on the 25th of February, with all money raised going back into the Manx Amateur Boxing Club. Tickets are still available. You can get them via the link on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page.
1: Manx Radio Travel driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway the 525 Loganair from Manchester came in a minute early. Next inbound the House 7 EasyJet from London Gatwick on time and the 528 returning patient transfer Loganair from Liverpool showing on time. Uh, then it's the 5 past 8 Loganair from London City currently showing on time. Uh, Departing, just two departures tonight the 6 o'clock Logan Air patient transfer plane to Liverpool on time, and the 8 o'clock returning EasyJet to London Gatwick on time. In Peel on the roads, temporary closures around East Quay and the Prom, they're working on the road surface and pavements. And between Peel and St John's, temporary lights on the main road 24 hours a day, they're working on pavements. In Regaby, temporary closures on the Regaby West Road for water main replacement. And temporary lights on the Marketplace in Ramsey, Uh, they're working on a new pedestrian crossing. In Greeba, temporary lights on that main road again for bus stop improvement works near the Hawthorne. In Douglas, Princess Road's closed for patching work, still on the Victoria Street, temporary uh, pedestrian crossing and narrow lanes while they put a new one in, pedestrian crossing that is. A section of the Dune Loop roads closed on Dune Bend for water main work. Coast Road in Jerby's closed between Jerby and the Lenn for resurfacing in Port Aaron. Temporary lights on the Bradder Road for a retaining wall issue. And temporary lights on Upper Prom Port Aaron for resurfacing in Balla Temporary lights on the main road near Arbury Parish Hall for a new zebra crossing. And still of course, to the middle of April, Castle, Castle Street is one way northbound in Castle Town.
0: Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with Keyside.
1: A new energy efficiency scheme has been unveiled by the Max government, which looks to give you, residents, up to £750 worth of materials to make your homes cheaper to heat. Now, the scheme's open to both private and public sector tenants, but despite the eligibility requirements set out, a political member insists they'll consider those who exceed the threshold. Christian Jones from Manx Radio News been looking at the criteria.
10: Provided nobody in your household earns more than £31,876 each year, you are eligible under the new scheme. However, if a family of four all earned exactly £31,876, that would give them a total household income of more than £127,000, they would be eligible. But if a couple have a combined income of more than £50,000, and one member of that household earns £32,000 for the sake of example, they wouldn't be eligible. So how is it the couple can be £77,000 worse off than the family of four and still be ineligible? Well, that's a question we put to a member of the Department of Environment, Food and Agriculture, MHK, Dr Michelle Hayward.
11: That's true. I think that you're always going to put in barriers and you could always find examples like the ones you, you've tried to, to give that would say that you know, you're know you just over the, the, the threshold. I would say for those people to perhaps talk to us because we know that in, particularly in low-income households, income is not stable all year round. We can take that, that longer picture. We can look at a year's worth of data for it. We do know from data that the houses with slightly higher income most of those homeowners will have done most of these measures anyway. So we really are trying to target those that are most likely to be in fuel poverty and those that are most likely to benefit from these measures.
10: I have to question you on that because speaking of fuel poverty, the example I just gave you there, the the family of four are significantly better off than the couple. So there's skewness in that sense. Would you not say that the family of four are less likely to be in fuel poverty than the couple?
11: They are less likely and because of their higher income they're likely to have done most of these measures anyway so they wouldn't need to go and claim. People do have to take a look at their own morals and ethics and I can confidently say that it is already working. We know that we've reached nearly 600 households as of last Friday, currently worth just over £200,000 of equipment that's been ordered. The total allocated budget is £8 million, so we've got a long way to go. The £200,000 is just the cost of materials. If
6: you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682 631 any time of day or night. Just
1: a quick word and a warning uh, being issued about the use of illegal recreation Drugs on the Isle of Man. After more than half a dozen people on the island required medical attention following suspected ketamine use, apparently there is a supply of tainted ketamine on the Isle of Man. If suspected that the supply of the Class B drug um, is tainted, if you know of anybody who has used it and who's in trouble, then you must call an ambulance immediately on 999. Or for more information, advice, and treatment, call the Drug and Alcohol Team confidentially on 61788. There doesn't appear to be an issue with employers on the Isle of Man discriminating against the over-50s when it comes to filling job vacancies. In the UK, a survey revealed that only 4 in 10 employers were open to taking on applicants aged between 50 and 64. That story from Simon Richardson. The findings from the CMI came as something of a surprise given that the jobs market in the UK is tight and many vacancies across a
0: range of sectors are hard to fill. Anne Frank, the chief executive of the CMI, I said it was employers who were complaining of severe labour shortages whilst also admitting they were hesitant to bring in older workers. She said it pointed to cultural and leadership failings in businesses of all sizes. In the Isle of Man, there's no statistical comparisons available, but the Chief Executive Officer of Age Concern, Maureen Cowborn, says she hasn't come across older workers facing similar resistance over
10: here.
6: I haven't. I've done little bits of research. Uh, I have seen myself, older people working on the Isle of Man in, in different organisations, which I'm always really thrilled about. But no, I can't say I have. And I do think, living on the Isle of Man, we would have seen or heard if that was happening. And it's because we do get phone calls about various things that are bothering older people. You know, we're hearing it on the news every day that people can't fill vacancies. And to me, having an older person on brings a myriad of, you know, sort of benefits to recruiting older people a they want to work I'm not saying and went before I say any of this I'm not saying that younger people aren't as diligent as older people but I speak for older people of course what older people don't tend to do is job hop they they stay in jobs longer and they turn up for work and have less days off And, and that must save a fortune in recruitment because I mean I've done a lot of recruitment and it takes a lot of time and money to recruit people so if you've got to do less of that it's got to be better for the organization
1: That's it for update tonight. compiled from the resources of Banks Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Rianne Evans. Stick around after six o'clock. Phil Gaughan's here with Agenda. MLC Tanya August Hansen talks about standing for another term. Greatest Hits with Chris Kinley is at 6.30. Time for Brass with Ian Cotter at 9. And Dave Moore is on last thing tonight with After Hours. That's it. Back with another update at 5.30 tomorrow.
7: I